1: Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast for this week, Uh, a week where we have another bumper crop of playoff rankings that mean nothing at this point, nothing to discuss, uh, which is why we're going to discuss them. Joining me, as always, uh, from indoors, for once, not outdoors. That's how cold it is here on the barren steps of Georgia. That would be Jason Kirk.
2: It is below sixty degrees outside, so you're, you're you're crazy if you think I'm going out there.
1: And from an even frostier climb, but from always indoors, because that's what you do when you live in New York. You go to New York so that you can live indoors.
0: Yeah, you just you go from indoor where you live to the transportation system that's indoors to your work that's indoors. And that way, we are. If the sun burns out, it won't affect New Yorkers in the, in the slightest.
1: Never liked it anyway.
0: Like like Mets Overrated. Games. Mets games will get canceled. Nobody cares about that anyway. The sun's a scam. Good. The Mets suck. I'm glad the sun burns out.
1: <laughs> night games were always my favorite anyway. <laughs> also, Billy, Joel,
0: Billy Joel only plays at night games.
1: He does. Do you think you need sunlight to see him in the garden? Nope why i paid 340 dollars for my 18th road ticket
0: I, I do have to say this as a brief aside out of nowhere alex rubenstein dan rubenstein's brother came up to us the other day and said you guys you, you ever listen to billy joel he's got some really awesome <laughs> songs no he was, he was, <laughs> I he, swear was to God. he was messing
1: with you
2: he was messing with you he's, hard
0: it's. I promise you he wasn't. How old is he? He is like 25. Come
2: on. And he was
0: like, Taylor Swift, she's got nothing on Billy Joel.
2: So maybe that's like the, well, there's, there's the mid-20s thing where you're like, I'm going to figure out why people like Bob Dylan. And then you're yep. like, I, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I, I can't understand. figure it out. It beats me. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll try Billy Joel. Maybe that's easier. <laughs> maybe, maybe you have to like lyrics and people who can't
1: sing. Maybe you have have to like songs with 48
0: verses. (laughs) This
1: song is about Bob Dylan's inability to love and also a man who was falsely convicted of murder. That sounds like a great song. I'd love to listen to that. Can you put some tweedling inept harmonica over it? Mm. And,
0: And that's maybe his best song yeah
1: maybe (laughs) that may be his finest song what's his best work well it was where he was still doped up from a motorcycle crash and his voice was all screwed up so it didn't even sound like him that's his best work it's like mark hamill it's just like mark hamill really only noticeable after he was maimed in a car crash (laughs) speaking of maimed in a car crash the playoff we have rankings we should discuss them I am a big fan of number 10. I want to go ahead and spoil that. Jason Kirk, what stellar team with outstanding quality (laughs) losses managed to limp into the 10 spot?
2: You must be referring to the Georgia Bulldogs (laughs) who who have lost to to Steve Spurrier. That's a good coach. And and, and that's, That's one of the five best coaches ever, and Georgia lost to him. And also, Georgia lost to um a a school with excellent directors' cup standings. They lost to Florida. Florida has many championships in many sports.
1: Many. In many sports. Not football. But many recently. But many, many, many sports. It, it's a quality arrival, uh,
0: Big Got a got a bomb ass ball. Georgia team.
1: lost at Jacksonville. That's an
2: NFL team. Mm-hmm.
1: Jags don't lie you know that thing where you always say well I don't know I think they'd do well against a pro team it's not true and guess who proved it the Bulldogs
0: Jacksonville the London of college football
1: (laughs) really waiting that strength of schedule which I understand Florida being a quality loss if you view strength of schedule as a heavy immovable object incapable of any action whatsoever which would be Florida so so good job Great job, playoff committee. An inspiring pick at the 10
2: spot. Who do we have at nine? It gets better.
1: Oh, 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 go on.
2: <laughs> uh, at nine, we have a UCLA, a team that, um, <laughs> if, if anyone can off the top of your head recall a good thing UCLA has done this year, please, please uh, let it be known.
0: They, they beat Memphis, and that actually is... That's yeah. actually a pretty good That's no, actually that's... not bad.
2: That's a pretty.
1: That's a quality win this year. <laughs> We're not lying. Memphis that's a quality is, win. Memphis
0: is their best non-conference win. Sorry, Texas and UVA.
1: And who knows? Uh, Memphis's coach may be coaching at UCLA next year.
0: <laughs> He's like, well, y'all know the secret. You got to tell me <laughs>
1: mm, that delicious blend of spices and herbs. Bring that on over from Memphis to UCLA. <laughs>
2: Uh, UCLA did beat Colorado in double overtime Ooh. and did beat Cal by two points. So we are definitely talking about a top 10 team here. Beat also, Cal by
0: two points when Cal decided to basically just drive into the side of a building. Uh,
2: they did. That's what Cal does.
0: Hey. Yeah, no, that's fine.
1: There's a lot of quality wins on this schedule, okay? They beat uh, a championship caliber team in Washington. I'm not saying what decade, but. That's a championship caliber team. Yeah, hey, that's
2: that's previous number one Washington. Previous,
1: they <laughs> they beat uh, also
2: previous number one Colorado.
1: Listen, they previous previ-
2: number one Texas. Previous, previous number, number one, one Virginia.
1: They beat Utah. They beat Bama. Utah beat Bama
2: Mm-hmm. once mm-hmm. in a bowl game.
1: That happened. Uh,
2: uh, they beat they beat Arizona State worse than several other teams have beaten Arizona State. It's true.
1: Arizona State. A quality team who lost to um, <laughs> Oregon State this weekend <laughs> in that in that charity win, you know, because Mike Riley's so nice. I think the Pac-12 after they get off the coaches' call, they're like, okay, reporters are all gone. Like one reporter, Pac-12 media, stay on that call, and one day you will hear all of the coaches in a cabal going, "All right, so who's giving Riley one?" Like when things start to look too hot for Mike Riley. Right. Mike's like, bye guys. And they're like, yeah, we're all hanging up now. They'll hang up. They're like, okay. Mike's like the nicest human being on the planet. Who's going to lose to him.
0: Todd Graham's like, I'm leaving anyway. It's fine. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm out of here. (laughs) Counting out of this one, suckers. No, Todd, Todd Graham all owes them for something, something nefarious that
2: they're covering up for him. (laughs) Everybody's got dirt on Todd Graham. Yeah, Todd Graham. That's his game. Nobody can spoil him because everyone has the equal amount of dirt on him. Right. He
1: wants that Florida job so bad
2: that he said, "No, guys, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. This
1: team's too good." And they're like, "Mm, "Tijuana, 2007."
2: And he's like, "Shit."
0: He's like, "I was only in Tijuana from 2003 to 2006, sir." (laughs)
2: todd graham
1: stinks
0: i know (laughs)
2: it's
1: like do you let jason have that one or you just hop onto the easy (laughs) there you
0: go there you go i'll I'll, I'll
1: take this right down the middle todd graham just the
0: traveling charismatic hobo he's like the music man except you know he he only steals your children
1: monorail (laughs) (laughs) oh so yeah that's ucla at the ninth spot who just a just a panoply of success and excellence uh who we got at that eight spot that, uh, be,
0: yeah the, the old miss uh the old miss dr. Bose
2: yeah
0: hey yeah. an
1: actual good team yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good team imagine yeah. if, imagine if they didn't still run you know that Briarcrest high school offense <laughs> that they run <laughs> at old Miss the things they could have accomplished
0: Ah, oh, well
2: uh who's at number seven uh, number seven that 's when we 're getting into the uh the tier of argument we 're getting into the into the realm where people actually care about where teams are ranked uh, Number seven we have Baylor
1: yeah like if there's one team that can actually legitimately claim yeah we 're down a couple of spots from maybe where we should be um i'd i'd ride with that
2: for Baylor yeah i mean uh you know it 's all fuzzy about how these things are actually calculated. We have no real way of knowing but uh I mean, be BTCU which is uh, way up there. The, the
0: a- real beef for Baylor fans has to be who's at number 6, right?
2: Well, and
1: who would that be?
0: And that would be Ohio State, who <laughs> was behind Baylor but jumped ahead of Baylor on the strength of beating Minnesota.
2: And uh, we should note that Minnesota retained its intercontinental title. Minnesota still did, not ranked 25. did not move over twenty five.
0: Did not
1: move twenty five. Man, twenty five is just um. What is twenty five in terms of rankings? It's um. It's, it's on- Minnesota. It's an honorary degree. <laughs> an honorary degree. Frozen in place.
0: What Minnesota is doing is when the the plane is oversold, and they're like, "Hey, we need three people." To give up their seats, and we'll give you three hundred dollars in Delta dollars. And Minnesota's like, nope, I want to get home. And it's like, all right, Minnesota, you're you're stuck because you did not volunteer to leave.
1: Just weighted down by all those dilly bars.
0: They, they let Notre Dame and A and M leave instead of them.
1: Yeah, that's they're the honorary spot. They're like the they're like the ghost that you just mm-hmm. let sit at the dinner table. Twenty five, come on in.
0: You set, you set a place for the Gophers. It's what they would have done for us, damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to pour one out as you like pour this big <laughs> thing of heated lard. Mm, just get the big tendons in there. Uh, who do we have at number, uh, since we sort of agree that Baylor might be sort of screwed by, what I think is a good Ohio State team, they'll undoubtedly disprove that and prove us all wrong over the next two weeks or something, given that they play um, a quality opponent, former national champion, Michigan. Former number one Michigan. Co- Co-national where, champion.
0: Where's uh, I, I haven't looked all the way. Where is Michigan in this poll? It, it,
1: it, rankings aren't everything.
0: That's true. And we have no way of knowing who is just outside, so we can assume Michigan is 26th.
2: Yeah, they, I'd, they, I'd say they're about twenty six. Okay. Good. Right there, they're tied with Marshall. I'd say. T-
0: <laughs> oh, why? Why would you have to bring it up? I we'll, had totally forgotten.
1: We'll get to yeah. Mar- we'll get to Marshall in a little bit. Okay. Uh, who do we have? Yeah, at- yeah. We all will. We we all. <laughs> because will. We're talking about the rankings. <laughs> Therefore, we'll get to Marshall later. <laughs> we'll get to Marshall much much later.
2: Quite a bit later. Uh, at that five spot. At that five spot would be TCU, which uh, lost to Baylor, almost lost to Kansas, but is buffeted by wins over Oklahoma and Kansas State. Mm. Oh, and Minnesota. Don't forget that. Sorry, sorry. Minnesota, which has somehow lost to every team here. (laughs) The the Golden Link holding college football together at this point. (laughs) That's the funny thing to me. People complain about A&M and LSU and Auburn taking on a bunch of losses, and the, you know the teams in the SEC rising because of beating teams that were previously ranked. What about Minnesota?
0: You, you know Minnesota. <laughs> they lost
2: to Illinois. And
0: you know being. Minnesota's going to play Georgia in a bowl game, right?
1: <laughs> no, 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 because <laughs> Georgia win Georgia has to play Nebraska in a bowl game.
0: I thought we broke that curse. I thought we no. Nope. I thought we apologized to that gypsy.
1: No, nope. nope. two things have to happen every single year. One, pit football. Must pay a repeat visit to the courtyard suites in Birmingham.
0: And even if they're not playing there. Even if the
1: they're show. not playing, they just go to say hi at this point. They've it's made really friends. They've probably had children. They probably have to go for visitation. <laughs> I
2: mean, have you ever around Christmas called Birmingham and, you know, Birmingham says, when are you coming home? And you say, oh, can't make it this year. Oh, God, the nagging. Uh-huh. You just got to go to Birmingham Pit. I- just.
0: I guess your new family's better than us.
1: There's going to be something that gives away this cross-cultural pollination that's happened between Pitt and the city of Birmingham. For instance, at one point, someone in Birmingham will just make a sandwich and then reach for the fries and smack them right into the sandwich and go, I have no idea why I did that.
2: Is that not already a Pittsburgh thing? That's a Pittsburgh thing. It's just going to pop up in Birmingham
0: that or you're just oh, going to oh. I mean that,
2: I could I would buy that as either a Pittsburgh
1: or a Birmingham thing. It <laughs> sounds sloppy enough to be a Birmingham thing. Just put the fries right in the sandwich.
0: That or you're going to see somebody get arrested in a Steelers jersey who shouts roll tide.
1: Yeah, I was going to say drinking like 24 beers on a on a week on a weekend uh which town really could be either. Uh-huh. Yeah. Although being public about it's pretty Pittsburgh. Not want your pastor to know about it is a super SEC thing. So, mm, yeah. yeah. So maybe the shameless. Maybe if we go to Birmingham at some point and they're like, yeah, I'm just drinking Iron City here in a corner. Like, Whoa! It's happening. The cross-pollination's begun. But, yeah, those Georgia plays Nebraska in a bowl game. Write it down. Matt Repchak, by the way, is the guy who came up with that, and he's correct. So credit to you, Matt. Uh, who do we have at that uh, four-spot?
2: Uh, number four is Mississippi State, which uh, lost to Bama and has done nothing otherwise. But they're, they're sitting pretty at four.
0: Man, it really did not matter that all of their good wins lost and badly, did it? Yeah. <laughs> like we were just sort of like, hey, they beat LSU and Auburn. What happened to LSU and Auburn? You ask a lot of questions. You must be a cop. Get out of here. Yeah, we don't want no was, cops.
2: It wasn't even like, uh, let's see, A&M lost, Auburn lost. And they didn't lose to SEC West teams. They lost to SEC East teams. And that, LSU that, that, and that
0: LSU got shut out.
2: Yeah, by but <laughs> yeah. yeah, but well, still, I mean, I mean, Mississippi State played both LSU and Arkansas, so it retains all of that quality that transferred oh, between yeah, those well, two. Here, you want to, well, but magi- it hasn't here. played Georgia or Missouri. You want a magical? So those you, wins were totally sapped, and it didn't matter at all.
1: You want a magical phrase to explain that away? It's amazing how whitewashing uh, this phrase will be for, for LSU's loss to Arkansas. Well, you know, Brett, You know, Arkansas was due. Oh, like ninety-five percent of people, you say that they'll just be like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're That's right." A good There's a mythical force that said, "Oh, well, time to collect on that debt." Because you know right. you put 17 losses in the kitty, you get a, it's going to spit out a win eventually.
0: See, Arkansas had had deposited three percent of its paycheck every Saturday, and finally that paid off.
2: <laughs> see in my po- in, in my opinion, you always hit on seventeen.:
0: It sounds like an <laughs> illegal workplace it sounds like an illegal workplace lottery
1: <laughs> that that's, I hadn't thought about that, but yes, somebody pointed out to me, oh man, you know, they lost seventeen in a row. And they beat seventeenth ranked uh they beat seventeenth ranked LSU on the seventeenth. And I'm like, well, no, that's actually Monday. But but yeah. But it
0: but it was the seventeenth somewhere in the world, was it not?
1: You're two thirds of the way to a really awesome <laughs> numerological fallacy, and I really appreciate the effort. But that's awesome. And, and, and what and what was the score? Why, well, that'd be seventeen <gasps> zero. I think that was actually what they were trying to
2: say. And that's, and, that's probably and, Les Miles' idea.
0: And what <laughs> did what did they play in the Arkansas locker room after the game?
2: Seventeen by winger
0: uh, Stevie Nick's edge of seventeen.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that is Brett Bielema is a sultry man.
0: Oh, uh, and he and, and he and Stevie have done some uh, done some fun things back in the day. Oh, wow.
1: Fleetwood Mac didn't break up by itself.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying neither one of them has a septum.
1: Nope. His was mostly for utility though. Just gets the oxygen right in there. <laughs> they snip them out on Iowa farm boys. Increases their work capacity. <laughs> the uh let's see. Well, that's number 4. If we could just uh let's see. Number 4
2: to number 2. Uh number 2 is Oregon. Um Yeah. Ba- based really? on the committees wins against top 5, losses against top 5, all that stuff uh they they're right about where they should be uh, according to what the committee presents as its evidence.
0: It's, it's a good thing the committee seems to like UCLA, because that really makes Oregon...
1: <laughs> so, so just before we get to our number one team, which we all know who it is, but uh, before we get to them, let's just consider the most valued franchises under this system of evaluation. UCLA, yeah, because if you beat them, whoa, oh golly, <laughs> you, you beat something. Uh, Minnesota. That's the Mm -hmm. other. That's the other building block of this house of cards.
0: Yeah, you. you The one with the Jerry Kill on it. Kind of wonder why Illinois can't get can't get a ranking. Well, they
1: have. If they beat UCLA, they're in. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just are like, wow, man,
2: Illinois just trashed UCLA, and it's
0: and it's not too long ago that that's a bowl game that actually happened. (laughs) Uh, uh,
2: Another one would be Clemson, uh, seven and three, one loss to Georgia Tech, one loss to Georgia, so. If you're in the state of Georgia and you beat Clemson, hey, hey oh, shoot! Clemson plays Georgia State next week.
1: Wow! So yeah. done. They're they're going to be top five.
2: Uh, based on precedent, if you beat Clemson, you're ranked.
1: Wow! And then well, we, we we have uh, we have our number one, which is Alabama. Probably the shakiest number one Alabama team I've ever seen.
0: Don't tell that to no, don't tell that to those fans, man.
1: Which which fans?
0: Bam fans.
1: That's right. I'm not going to tell them those Bama fans. Come
0: on, number one's number one. What's shaky about that? You on top.
1: <laughs> I, I just know this that 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 you watch them and say hmm, that's I've seen them lose already. They appear to be beatable.
0: And did then, you what did what did you see?
1: What did
2: you really see, sir? You
0: know everything you see is delayed from when it happens until it gets to your eyes. So it and, could be changed by any number of factors. You know,
2: facts. like, when you look at something that's red, it's not actually red. It's every color right. but red. So, mm-hmm. like so, so how do you even know which team won? So, J- so really, J- you J- saw J- everything J- but J- a loss. Jaden
1: and Willow Smith on the playoff committee? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing?
0: Yeah. So, roll roll, I robot.
1: <laughs> roll prana breathing. It's prana breathing. It's from the belly. Just like Brad Bielema it, does.
2: Well, Bama didn't lose. They prana
1: lost. that's right and you know what if you look at a loss if you look at a
2: loss it's got it's got a hole right in the middle and that's where the energy goes through and how
0: how can you be number one if you don't have a one and that one is your loss
1: because if we were perfect we'd be zero thought about that oh
2: yeah and i mean if you
1: if you have zero losses then you're marshall and you're not ranked so man (laughs) (laughs) can we talk
0: about this now
1: that's that's the ranking we can give Marshall. Um, oh. <laughs> so we've discussed so we've discussed the rankings for this week, and I think we agree that um, on uh, pretty much like the top three we're okay with, right?
2: Like one, two, and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole group.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm i mean, I'm,
1: I'm more, fine with more that. or
0: less. I'm not top, over I'm the not, top
2: two definitely, and then the four. Eh, but
0: Baylor, the four, the Bay, four Baylor, has getting, time to shake out.
1: Baylor getting a little jacked, but I could understand
2: your schedule concerns about them. I think I might. would take TCU, Ohio State, or Baylor over Mississippi State, but the the other the, the other top two in the top four, sure. It sure.
0: does feel like the playoff committee is just trying to see how mad they can make Baylor fans at this point.
1: Which you know that's not not to just not to sort of diminish the overall size of the Baylor community, but it seems like there would be larger fan bases. One might want to anger in order to stir interest.
0: Yes, but Baylor fans have been really good about using math to get angry into instead of just relying on some, like if, if Alabama fans were mad, they'd just say the SEC is the greatest conference and that's it. But Baylor fans trot out all kinds of equations and formulations and I think the playoff committee is hoping that eventually Baylor fans will be so angry that they will develop inter- interstellar travel huh. <laughs> on, on accident.
1: See, look, if the cornerback's playing off, you throw the screen, which goes directly to a wormhole where Baylor is in the top three.
0: And now wow. we have clean energy for everyone.
2: So this is all just a big ruse. Yeah. This is all, it was, yeah, it's one of the movie things where they tricked us into being smart.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate yeah. that. The college football playoff is a MacGuffin.
2: <laughs> I knew it, Barry, Barry Alvarez, the bold
1: scientist leading us to the fringes. Yeah, of the that,
2: that is a good point. Like the Baylor fans do seem to have the most coherent arguments out of all the teams that are doing the arguing. I mean, a team like Marshall that's you know it's won a lot of games and uh, has like a big winning streak going back to last year or whatever. Nobody cares about winning streaks going back to last year, Marshall. Uh, But a team like Baylor, they're bringing out like we beat this team, this team, this team. According to the metrics, we should be ranked here.
1: I do wish they would take a large team and just bump them down to 14 for a week just for the hell of it to see what the reaction
2: would be. Like, like 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 a team goes from like number one, you just throw them down, see what happens?
1: Like, like to number, like, I don't know if they were like a number four. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that's what we did Like, Ohio State. Take Ohio State, knock them down to 14 for a week and see what catches fire.
0: I mean, does, does USC going from unranked to 19 because they barely beat Cal, does that work in reverse?
2: Well, hey, now here's here's the Intercontinental title belt theory. Look who they play this week. They play UCLA. All of a sudden, hey, that's a big, important topic. Oh, yeah. As one
1: of the most valuable tests in college football, UCLA. Yeah, that's
2: a huge
1: game They there. could He's rock huge. it into
2: the top four. So are we talking about if USC beats UCLA, USC's like 11th? <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. Oh, easily. That easily?
0: Be,
1: that's where they would bump them. <laughs> yeah. You're just, remember, remember, this, I know, remember, this is like, the search for Jim Mora's lost gold.
0: is going to be like 12th next week.
1: <laughs> they will be. Because this, Jim- this is dumb. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's,
2: it's fantastically stupid. And,
0: and then Oregon will drop because they haven't played USC. Yeah.
2: Well, USC. I mean, UCLA will only be like thirteenth. You can't you can't drop UCLA too far. Well, that's I mean, true. Although I don't know.
1: Remember, Oregon's They almost be Oregon's gonna Memphis. play. Well, yeah, Oregon's gonna play Colorado, who's another one of those like you know hoarders of the gold bricks of college credit, evidently, because UCLA beat them. So
2: I don't know, Colorado. I mean, Colorado State beat them, and Colorado State is is right up there in the in the uh, the fuck Marshall rankings. So
1: yeah. So see. Maybe, maybe they're on to something we haven't even considered. I have another question for you, which is uh, we, we wanted to discuss a rather odd concept. Correct, Jason?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a concept sort of introduced by uh, Playoff Committee Chairman Jeff Long. Um, sort of references a few other things floating around, but uh, when he's explaining why Alabama ranked number one on the ranking show, he used the term uh, controlled the game. Uh, Alabama has, he said, controlled the game more than other teams have, which shares the name of a stat ESPN has that no one has really figured out, game control. And it's kind of curious because because uh, the committee isn't supposed to be using advanced stats, and whatever game control is, it appears to be an advanced stat. So either he's using the same term or, uh, or they're sneaking in numbers.
1: <laughs> or he's referring to the
2: like title of an awful mixtape. Game control, Uh, big bear. That could be a a uh, a joint joint collaboration between Janet Jackson and the game. That might be okay.
1: It would be. It would probably make more sense than the notion of game control. If you've watched a, uh, if you've looked at a chart of game control from the Florida South Carolina game, it looks like a very high wavering line indicating blue for Florida, right, floating at the top, and a little one. Very low for South Carolina, and then in the last minute it flips, like it means anything.
0: So, so is that just like win probability percent? Maybe. Maybe. I don't. Know. Maybe
2: no one has explained what it meant. That like ESPN doesn't explain the stat really all that much. They have a they have a page on it. Uh, because and Jeff Long sure didn't explain whatever he meant by it.
0: Okay.
1: Also, like if the notion of game control means anything at all. What does that mean for teams that are bend but don't break and quick strike? Does that, you know, teams where they don't have much time of possession? <laughs> where you let the other team just kind of diddle the ball for seven or eight minutes at a time, watch them kick a field goal, and then you do what Oregon does, which is go down the field in three plays and score?
2: That's that's not going to look good for them, right? If that's at all a part of the equation. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, what what... What does this do about like a team that just like goof's around all game and like falls behind, and in the third quarter it's losing, and you think, oh, this is the week when they lose, and then you know they look up when they're winning, like Arizona. Yeah. Like, does Arizona have good game control? That's the first team I think of. You know, when when you mentioned that scenario,
1: I wouldn't think so. I think you'd probably end up if you were using any sense at all, they'd be out of the top four if they were undefeated, right?
0: You, you know who should be if if we're gonna just say game control matters and just use that by itself, Iowa State deserves to be ranked <laughs> because I have never felt like an Iowa State game was out of control. Nope. I have always felt like, yep, the levels are right. We can just go ahead take <laughs> take a nap. You don't, watch, you don't have to watch the meters for this one. It, is not, it is not about to go set. hyper-reactive or anything.
1: Now I've seen the pattern. And I understand the system, because that's why Minnesota is so overvalued in the system. Oh, they have so much a, control. They, oh, they have astonishing game control. They're not going anywhere quickly. None those, of them.
2: Those games are not going off the rails at all. And, um,
0: and of course, Minnesota Home of Prince, who has a famous song about oh, control. Football so. <laughs> uh, let, control!
2: Let's also... Let's also be aware of a few submetrics that are at play here. There's shame control,
0: mm. which
2: uh, Bo Pelini has to do a lot of that after what happened to his defense this past week. Hey-oh. Uh, there's, there's, there's name control, which, uh, Texas A&M lawyers are very good at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Flame control. West Virginia ranks very well in that. Um, I, I, I would put them and, very in low, a way.
1: I would put them very low. <laughs> yeah,
2: they're probably the worst now that I think yeah. about it. All, Auburn's
1: still the all time, all time losers on flame control. Done burn down the gym, son. <laughs> I don't know.
2: That didn't disrupt the football game. <laughs> that's hey, that's a control flame. That's number one flame control right there. Right there.
0: Game Control also sounds like it should be a 2003 hip hop album that nobody bought.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it's your bad mixtape, right? Like, is that one of those we've discussed this before? Is it one of those 28 track No Limit albums by like an eighth degree relative of Master P?
0: No, it's. It, I think it's more. of It's definitely like, from
2: New York. Whatever. Yeah, it is. it's more of oh, a. Sec- yeah. It's
0: it's more of a secondary Wu Tang member. Uh, or like I a, think
2: it's like a or like a bad fabulous album. Mob yeah, well, I don't know album. if they're good.
0: I don't know if they're good fabulous albums. So. <laughs> he's he's
2: more of a uh, mm, greatest hits kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. When I when game control to me that sounds like that sounds like uh, one or another mob deep member going solo.
0: Maybe possibly G Unit. I can see it that being a G Unit album. I think
2: that, I think that's a really that's a really good one too.
1: Yeah, that's uh, agreed. Also. The concept's kind of vague and meaningless and nonsensical. So,
2: I think it's perfect for the committee. Keep using it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why not? Yeah. What are, why not? What are they going to do? Sue them? Yeah. What that might happen if Baylor. That might. Up. I was going to say get bumped up pretty soon. But,
1: that's how yeah. this ends. It ends with Ken Starr. Ken Starr suing the living daylights out of someone over this. Tell us what He will
0: still wear his. He will still wear his sweatshirt into the into the courtroom. He don't care.
1: Have we really thought about this, by the way, that Ken Starr, who prosecuted the Bill Clinton-Monica Lewinsky case, could possibly end up suing Jeff Long, current president of the University of Arkansas, and thus squaring <laughs> off again against the hornet's nest of political intrigue and viper behavior that is the oh, Arkansas Illuminati? A, a
2: Southwest Conference rivalry, isn't it? <laughs> it, it
0: is.
1: There's a, lot of, there's a lot of awesome
2: matchups here in this lawsuit.
0: I heard he slashed one of the Walton's tires.
2: <laughs> the Dr. O- Pepper versus Walmart. My God, this will tear the South apart. This is the, this
1: is the Ozark. This is the Ozark Mafia.
0: Versus. Oh shit! Did we just spoil the new season of Justified? I think we did. <laughs> Who killed Raylan? The bear. <laughs> the bear and low prices. The bear,
2: My favorite. Yeah. My favorite thing about Baylor being involved in like the huge the, the the uproar and all that is if you were to ask our brows about this, he'd just shrug. He would have no clue what, it, what you're talking about. He probably I, doesn't even know there's a playoff.
1: I haven't read a, pa- I haven't read a paper in 38 years. <laughs> you know what's in that paper? N- nothing that will help me win. I'm focused on this team, getting them ready. We 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 prepared damn hard, all of us. You know what that paper doesn't have? Work. Piper can't teach you anything about hard work. Last I checked, it had gasoline alley in it, and I didn't get that comic to begin with.
0: Mostly, mostly because it didn't smell like gasoline. Sick'em.
1: that That uh, I I would like to go ahead and move on to a discussion. Uh, a quick examination. It's almost like our weather. We're just going to check in,
2: Jason. This week in Fuck Marshall. What are our Fuck Marshall rankings? Uh, they are again chart topping, higher than they've ever been before. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're up to last week. We, I would say we're up to our knees. This way, this week we're up to our waist. Uh, I think uh, if 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 you know Nebraska is still ranked, then uh, yeah, it's 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 getting pretty treacherous.
1: I would add the spice of having Doc Holiday, their coach, being considered at least a candidate for the Florida job. Giving, I think, an extra, just an extra pinch of fuck Marshall in there.
2: Yeah, because now we're talking about, you know, hey, here's, here's a report, <clears throat> you know, a pretty legit report from Football Scoop of, of a, a power conference program considers this guy a good head coach. Nah, let's not rank
1: his team. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> yep. I think uh, all-time highs for fuck Marshall with no signs of climate change for this in the future. Well, Jeff Long did say they're
2: close. Which, okay, maybe they they beat another team by 50 points. They'll be 25th. Great. That is
0: that is that is what you tell a child that you are sort of gaslighting, where you're like, "Hey, did I did I do enough work that I earned a new bicycle? Mm, you're close, not quite. Go out and mulch some more." Just hey, right, Ryan, just...
2: Ryan, you're gonna you're gonna get parenting just fine. <laughs> did understand. I eat enough of my mac and cheese? Uh, two more bites. Was that two bites? <laughs> I meant two big bites. Oh, is this a big bite? That's a little bite.
1: You need one more bite after those two bites. Why, Daddy? Take
2: two more big bites, Marshall.
1: Do you want that popsicle or not, Marshall?
2: But there's only one game left. Oh, well,
1: maybe oh, well, next oh, Christmas. Oh,
0: well, it's bedtime. Sorry.
2: Bedtime,
1: Marshall. Sorry. That is, uh, you're, you've already got this down, Brian. Woo. Congratulations. Let's go ahead and go to reader questions for this week. I would like to start... With a question. We asked for both life and football questions. So Jordan Shank at Shank Jordan on Twitter asks, What is the best way to avoid paying my student loans? And the obvious answer, Ryan, is
0: uh, fake your own death. Or actually die. But in, in if you don't want to die, definitely fake your own death. Yep. Steve Sarkeesian did it. Yeah, it used to be used to be uh Bruce Bruce Sarkeesian. He's not he's not the best at this, but it has kept him off his back for a little.
2: The most amazing part about that is that Sarkeesian could be a real name to begin with.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. I
1: mean, it sounds it, it sounds like an alias. And believe you me, USC's had people with aliases, coach before. Pete, John
0: Pete John, Carroll, John Robinson, John Robinson, Paul Hackett. Please. Has has anybody seen a real coach other than Ed or John, of course?
1: No. Ed Orgeron is the only completely authentic one, along with, finger
2: quotes, Lane Kiffin. Now,
0: I finger
1: like, quotes.
2: Is Pete Carroll on that list because like he doesn't want the government knowing where he is or whatever? You're damn right, because 9-11, you see,
1: yeah, was an inside job.
0: I would really like it if you were like, okay, Ed Ortron, we want you to pretend to be somebody else for like 10 minutes. I, <laughs> I don't think he can do it. Ed Edron, yeah.
2: give, us, give us your Barack Obama impression. Give us your David Letterman impression. Yes, no. uh, the President
0: Cocho, uh, I signed, <laughs> this bill, I signed this bill into the law. Uh, the alligator vote me into office. So, uh, now coach, I go, coach. I go and wrestle the Congress.
2: Coach, Coach, can we, can we hear your Martin Lawrence impression?
0: Uh, uh, Jeter, uh, <laughs> uh, man, uh,
1: That's horrible on so many different levels. I bet Edward Geron does one really good impression. One. And that's it. And it's probably of a friend of his you don't know. And it's probably perfect, right? Like, oh, let me do my Linda. And it sounds just like Linda. And you're like, wow, that's a great impression. Now do this. And it's just more Ed.
0: He's actually actually Linda on Bob's Burgers. I don't know if you knew that. Wow. Yeah.
1: Uh, Do you have a reader
2: question, Jason? Let's see. I have two. Uh, Here's one. A... (laughs) Well, a curiosity comes to us from <clears throat> a practical cat. Is the Twitter handle? The Twitter username is weird wuss. Can you talk <laughs> about UCLA? I think we uh, just did. Yeah, we we've already done that. So moving on.
0: Wow.
1: We we mainly just wanted to note that some dude named Weird Wuss with the name a practical cat asked us to talk about UCLA, which I think a practical cat is. As good an encapsulation of the UCLA experience from football this year as anything.
2: Should also be noted, uh, this individual's Twitter (coughs) backdrop is uh, Denard Robinson. So, no clue what's going on here.
0: I think it's entirely possible the playoff committee could use a practical cat as its next made-up metric. Be like, well, yeah, (laughs) we just felt TCU had a more practical cat than Baylor did. And that's why they're ahead at this point. What well, do of they, course, what do they there mean are many it? cats left. What do so, they mean by a practical cat? This stat,
1: mysterious as it may seem.
0: And again, that goes back to pussy control by Prince. So. <laughs> ah, practical
2: cat control. That's why Nebraska's 23rd, because <laughs> their cat was, like, lofted by
1: Bocalini. Oh. And that's
2: not, not practical at all. I don't know, though. I mean,
1: that's that's serious cat control.
0: Yeah. No, it's, not but it, but the that's cat, not a
1: metric. You're conflating but, metrics. But
0: the cat is not practical.
1: <laughs> that's it's a deeply... What cat really is? The, it's like <laughs> the, the the least practical species in a manageable sense. If you know, really our, want a practical cat, you cat have to get to the, the kind of, Our cat's pretty that's, practical. That's, I mean,
0: look, why do you think LSU dropped all the way from 17 to unranked? Impractical cat.
2: Practical cats.
1: Speaking of impractical and nonsensical, I do want to cut Ryan off because he would be in the rotation... But another really fantastic, nonsensical tweet I got from at Perry Badger, who goes by the name Tony Snark on Twitter <laughs> whose, whose avatar is Guy Fieri in a Cincinnati Reds jersey throwing out the first pitch in a game <laughs> We're already like we're already two steps off the pavement, but we're about okay. to go a lot further, asks us, "How many wins for AU?" and that's for number AU?" auburn university under lowercase gene cheese dick after uf nabs lowercase gus hashtag talking about the knolls attached (laughs) attached image file in the tweet which is the star wars title with return of the cheese dick
0: Wow. Made, I believe, made at the Verge.com. So thank you. <laughs> thank you to our sisters. Thank, thank, thank you to our sister
2: The Verge. Fellow Fox Media Partner for enabling with, this.
0: Without you, return of the cheese dick would not be possible. <laughs> which which I don't even know where to start
1: with this, other than to say this is the most perfectly incoherent question we've <laughs> ever gotten. Congratulations. I think,
2: you, I think you just praise every single component of that from the, the Twitter handle to the avatar? To the the four AU to the Florida to the cheese dick to the to the verge meme. It's uh, nothing it's else was included in there. So just air, all of those parts are all actually,
0: of those parts.
1: Yeah, you've given me a completely a tweet completely devoid of information and yet filled with pleasure. This is eroticism. It's perfect.
0: Is this like that Twitter user who frequently tweets at the SB Nation account that we can't figure out if it's a bot or not? The, no, the she's. Ser-
1: and it's Maybe. like in half French, half English.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, is, and she's a huge Tim Duncan fan. She's right. a massive Tim Duncan fan. So we
0: did determine that as a real person. A I've real. always
2: thought I've always thought she's real. Yeah, she's okay. real. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: She's just possibly schizophrenic. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, she's possibly
1: an android. I, I she might I be an android. Uh, your question, Ryan.
0: Uh, this question comes from the Faber. Uh, his his name is just Faber. And his question is, which member of the playoff committee is most trill? Uh, I I know when we brought this up off the air, Spencer thought it was going to be a very easy decision. Uh, I am going to go with Barry Alvarez. Ooh. uh, Because I think it is extremely trill that Brett Bielema left Wisconsin as Wisconsin was going to the Rose Bowl. And Barry Alvarez said, yeah, I'm just going to step in there. I got this. I know I know a lot of you guys worked hard and made me feel like you deserve to be the interim coach. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to do it.
2: Yeah, and what he did was he said, also, I'm just going to pay myself as much as I would have paid Brett Vilama.
0: Hey, what's more trill than possibly double dipping? Not hey. possibly. That just is.
2: You know what Killer Mike said? He said kill your boss. Even better than that, literally being your own boss. Mm-hmm. That's true. The only thing that being would be, above yourself on the org chart. The only thing that would be thriller would be Barry Alvarez killing himself.
0: Do you think right? Barry like Alvarez coach? Do you think after the bowl game Barry Alvarez had a <clears throat> had an interview with himself to discuss his possible retention as full-time head coach?
1: Damn right he did. Did he paint himself as different identities so he could just Flip to one side, right? Like, he painted half his face as, like, one right. character.
2: Right. Oh, you know what he did? He totally did this. Like, every rapper eventually does this. Like, T.I. versus Tip, and Eminem versus Slim Shady and all that. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm sure every Wu-Tang member has had, like, a whole battle royal with all their alter alter egos. He totally did that. Barry versus Alvarez. Yeah. I,
1: that mixtape, yeah. That happens. Ga- game control. Game control by Barry Alvarez. You should really listen to it. No, I'm just trying to get on the subway. Just get out of my way, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh,
0: but but who who would you two say is the most trill? Well, I would
1: I would probably say that it's Lieutenant General Mike Gould.
0: Ooh, good pick.
1: You know, command pilot with three thousand plus flying hours, retired three star general. Sure. Yeah,
0: but who's he played? Mm, good point.
1: Uh, you know what? More people than Marshall. Not even looking at his resume. Also. He was an assistant men's golf coach, and do you know the corruption that assistant men's golf coaches get into? Hustle, doing dirt, doing dirt out on that course.
2: I'll tell you what. Uh, another consideration is Ty Trillingham,
1: who uh, oh,
0: I, I I have to veto this answer. You no, know,
1: but no, he got man, paid. He got paid that by man seven. Got paid. He got paid by seven different football programs at once. At once,
2: he was but, running, running numbers, coaching for none of them.
0: Getting I'm paid. not. I'm not even sure he knew that. Like and I, that's I, what's it, most trill of all. Do you do
2: you, you do you think that he sometimes got checks in the mailbox and went
0: oh? I think I think it's that's entirely like a, that's possible. A, that's, a,
2: that's a little Wayne lyric. Still spending money off my first album. Ty I Willingham think, still spending Washington money.
0: <laughs> I think it's entirely possible if you go to Ty Willingham's garage, it's full of uncashed checks because he just forgot.
1: Like He and Charlie Weiss go to Hardee's and just laugh about that together. And they go to Hardee's because they spend no money. None. Neither of them. Remember, like Ty Willingham didn't even drive a car when he was at Notre Dame. And remember, he was at Notre Dame too. In that long chain of failures that but Notre hey, Dame
2: had.
0: But hey, let's fire Brian Kelly. Y'all have fun. I,
2: actually, actually, I got a new answer. It's Archie Manning because he said, peace out, y'all. My yeah. my back hurts or whatever.
0: Too trill. Too trill to travel. <laughs> Too trill for the committee.
1: <laughs> I can't even I can't even do this party <laughs> later. Uh let's go ahead and now that we've done that, go ahead, look at the games for this week a, a this is a meager. This is the SOCON challenge week for the SEC.
2: Yep. Where is...
1: they test their medal against the finest football conference in all of this Southern Conference.
2: In <laughs> all of the uh Southern part of FCS <laughs> that doesn't Carolinas include the Southland because yeah. the Southland's better now.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, there's nothing. There, there's very little this week. Sort of an interesting game on Thursday. Kansas State at West Virginia. Much less interesting now that the two teams have managed to pile up some losses. But still something at stake here, particularly for Dana Holgerson, who would, you know, like to keep his job.
0: And, and and weirdly, this probably impacts the uh TCU Baylor argument because if Kansas State wins, that looks better for TCU uh, and but if West Virginia wins, that somehow looks better for Baylor but right? keep
1: in mind if Kansas State wins it looks better for TCU, but then Baylor gets a chance to annihilate so, Kansas State in the last game for them.
0: If only, if, it, it's a shame that there is no way to determine the one best team in the Big 12. But. Mm. We have to do stuff like
2: uh, deduce a Kansas State-West Virginia game.
0: <laughs> it's like playing a board game from a foreign country. You're like, I think you're supposed to move the thimble three spots and then slap your partner. I'm not really, really
2: sure. like to have uh, Holgo explain how to play Go.
0: All of these instructions are in. <laughs> All these instructions are in Catalan, so I can't tell you.
2: Speaking of obscure languages. Well, uh, also, also, I just want to point out, uh, Thursday night, an important ACC game. uh, I was was
1: about to get to obscure languages, (laughs) a.k.a. football in the ACC.
2: (laughs) North Carolina at Duke. (laughs) Yeah, and that that actually matters. It does. That's so sad. One of these teams is in the running for a uh, for a division title to go on to the ACC championship game, and it's not North Carolina; it's Duke. It's, it's
0: Duke. <laughs> do you want to? Duke know is the
2: team here that has a chance to win the ACC championship.
0: <clears throat> the saddest argument I have seen on Twitter over the last day or two is that somebody on usually ESPN will say the ACC Coastal is one of the worst divisions in college football. And ACC Coastal fans will get super hyped up and be like, no, we are not quite that bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, they've gotten a little defensive. It was, for the first half of the season, it was like, ha ha, we'll all lose to ECU. And now it's, uh, that's what like, of hey, turned.
0: Hey, we we have at least two
2: We've toughened th- up now.
0: Teams.
2: We've got a team ranked like 16th.
0: <laughs> what do you have? What do you have... <laughs> What do you have, ESPN? You don't even
2: have a team. Except for for the teams that aren't Georgia Tech. They're all bought and paid for by ESPN. They're
1: at that that scary breaking point in a teen frontier or outdoors drama. You know, where like Lord of the Flies, they're let loose in the wild, and one is mocked and protests and then becomes silent and then flees into the jungle and comes back a killer, which means that we're just... We're, like, probably two chapters away from an ACC team becoming a ruthless killer who's just going to come back and take vengeance on
2: us all. I that would say a, we need to a... take the ACC Coastal down a peg, but how can you?
1: No,
0: you, there's, I mean, always,
1: no there's always, lower. You
0: fleeing can always go in, lower. Fleeing into the woods as a child and emerging a killer is exactly how Frank Beamer got the Virginia Tech job. So
1: I was going to say, it sounds a lot like David Cutcliffe at Duke. Oh.
0: Who, the, who? Who? A little spoiler. Uh, we we had him in the studio today to talk to Dan on camera, and Dan asked him uh, who his like left field candidate was for the Florida job, and he said David Cutcliffe of Duke.
1: Uh yeah. Seriously, David Cutcliffe won't do that.
0: Yeah, well, he's only you know sixty years old with heart problems. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I don't
1: even
2: think he's sixty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, he, might no, be, he,
1: he, he might be. He might be sixty two.
2: No, him? he he's sixty. I looked. at Oh, up. I thought you meant like he might be like forty five.
1: No, yeah, no, he's yeah, he's sixty, but he's already had like heart surgery and a stent put in.
0: Oh, he's he's an old sixty.
1: Yeah, he's and,
0: definitely an old sixty.
1: Which Jonathan Crompton did that to him. <laughs> I'm I'm only half kidding. Just please please stay at Duke. Actually, coach. Eric Ainge, Eric Ainge did that. <laughs> I think I've made that joke before, and Eric Ainge on Twitter said, eh, "Lol, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like he kind of owned it.
0: He's like, "Yes, I I live off the life force of others."
1: Saturday we have uh, a game day. Is going to Harvard, you know. There's a, that's that's how bad this is. They're going to Har- to Yale at Harvard in Boston instead of going somewhere anywhere else.
0: So. Please please pick where they should have gone. Like, what do you think they should have done?
2: Uh, how about Syracuse, Pitt? <laughs> Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, Louisville, Notre Dame, Georgia State, Clemson, Miami, Virginia. I'm just looking at the ACC games.
1: It's, it's, you know, it's real hard. It's real like we make fun of the SEC for putting all their SoCon games on all their FCS teams on this weekend prior to rivalry weekend. But man, it's not like looking at the ACC is a whole lot better.
0: I, I would have liked if they had gone to Utah. Just to see what game day in Utah looked like.
2: I was
1: going uh, to suggest... I don't think they could keep the setup. It would just be stormed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would suggest that they would go to Stanford at Cal.
0: Oh,
2: You would suggest that. I
0: would. That's,
1: that's... I would, because it's Cal. It's because it would be
2: like nine people sitting around, like, demonstrating. There wouldn't be signs. Yeah, they'd be weird. The they'd, only they'd, reason I like... Silent. We're protesting oh. Snapchat.
0: The only reason I like that idea is because Lee fitting would announce on Twitter, like game day is heading to California and you UC- UCLA and USC fans would get super hyped. And then he'd be like, look out Stanford Cal. And they'd be like, fuck
1: actually for massive shit talking purposes. And in order to undermine Chris Fowler's insistence that they try to be as objective as possible, Ole Miss in Arkansas because, because <laughs> Arkansas fans have won the, one game. One, yeah. in, one in 17 in the SEC, right? Hey, Under man. Brett Bielema. And I Kidding. guarantee you, if game day showed up after one victory, it would be the funniest media reaction and Twitter storm
2: you've ever seen. And Arkansas fans would be hype. And I yeah. mean, uh, if if they were going strictly, strictly by business, strictly by interest in the game, strictly by how much fans care, that might be the answer. <laughs> I mean, just like, you know, we're, we're also a media company. We also have to think about what's the biggest game, what are people most interested in, in and all that. Uh, I'm guessing Ole Miss-Arkansas is going to be one of the two or three biggest games this weekend just based on how many people care how, about it. I'm serious. If they, they, went, serious. To, if they <laughs> went to Wisconsin, Iowa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the answer. <laughs> are you guys excited? We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Kill us.
0: Lee Corso throws away a bunch of corn, and they're like, whatever.
1: This Iowa team, you know, they really like to – crickets, (laughs) crickets, staring. What does this Iowa team like to do? Bunt. (laughs) Bunt.
0: Let's let's go down to Sam Steele. She's just taking a nap. (laughs) Just
1: just Sam Steele sitting there thoughtfully studying with the University of Iowa chem major. Good for you.
0: Oh, Sam! Yeah, Sam Steele's just she's getting a creative writing degree while we film this. Wow, she got in. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. Is there is Oklahoma State at Baylor? Hey, Oklahoma State! Remember oh. that? Remember that upset win of Baylor last year that froze me to just icicles and shattered Baylor season. <laughs> well, guess well, what? Really. Baylor needs to prove a point,
2: and you're going there, <laughs> and you're helpless. Think about it this way: Of the top teams, uh, which is the, type, the top team that is like in the toughest game? You know, like where are we most likely to see upheaval? Alabama's got West Carolina, Western Carolina. One of them at home. Oregon's got Colorado at home. Mississippi State is Vanderbilt at home. Ohio State is Indiana at home. Baylor is Oklahoma State at home, and Ole Miss is headed to Arkansas. It's it's like the only game in the whole top ten, other than the UC, USC UCLA thing, that matters.
1: Basically, there's nothing like. That late slate, dude, dude, this this
2: is a this is a bad late slate. Bad. Oh, you
0: you staying up for UNLV, Hawaii? Don't lie.
2: But you know where's, Well, Yeah, I we're mean, gonna watch it all. I'm just we're just saying it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's going in our mouth.
0: Okay. <laughs> I know it's poison. They don't you don't worry care. about us
2: staying up till 5 a.m. watching this.
0: I'm not supposed to eat
2: this Arby's. We just Arby's, know going in that it's stupid. I know. I'm not supposed to eat this Arby's, but
0: I am going to eat this Arby's. Look, they like were Arby's? five for five, so I kind of have to. Do
1: you like Arby's, you guys? I'm Listen, if Hawaii is Arby's, twice on
2: Saturday. They do serve Hawaiian rolls, from what I understand. Delicious.
1: Oh. Delicious. It's the Robert Kakaola connection we never saw coming <laughs> But yeah, it's a bad late slate. Boise State at Wyoming, Fresno State at Nevada.
2: Oh. Boise State, Wyoming—that sounds excellent. Ah, I mean, you know, it's a by fun. Mountain West standards, Boise State's good, and Wyoming is uh, capable of, you know, tripping up anybody. That's true. And uh, would you
1: like to? <laughs> would you like to hear the forecast for Laramie, Wyoming, for this Saturday?
2: Is it even a number?
1: But, nope, nope. Gonna get down to eighteen it's just
0: it's Thanks. just a it's just a picture of a of a dead ox that's it <laughs> just
1: just a just a dead ox which will still probably be more interesting <laughs> than trying to watch oregon state win two games in a row because they go to washington and that's not happening
0: i, uh, I
2: washington I, tends to be a mayhem team so
0: well i mean if if that's how you feel i mean
2: Washington kicking off at ten thirty, that's gonna be absolute main and it's on the Pac-12 network, so no one can see it, so it'll definitely
0: be here's a serious question I have been thinking about pretty much all season. Uh, if you could go to Boise State, Washington, and USC and say, We're gonna wipe the slate clean, Chris Peterson goes back to Boise, Sark goes back to Washington, USC, you're just coachless and you get to, you know, be in the mix this year. Would the fans of those teams rather have that? Or have the status quo? Hmm.
2: I, Boise State fans would probably be all in. Yeah, they. Uh, I, th- I think they'd take it. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think Washington fans are thrilled right now. Uh, I think if they're
2: patient and they're looking toward the future, they. Uh,
0: I don't think you. But I don't think you read are, many Washington those, messages.
2: Those are two things that one shouldn't expect from college football fans. <laughs> well, no. Ryan, as somebody
1: who scans these as yeah. part of his job, yeah. They're they're not they're not exactly thrilled with the hire. No, it's bad out there.
0: It's not great. Uh, I think they had talked themselves into the idea that Sark had brought in a lot of talent and had no idea what to do with it, and now Chris Peterson is six and five.
2: So yeah, but without a quarterback and all that. Yeah,
0: yeah. they also thought that was going to happen. So.
2: Well, they're, they're, oh, there's their problem. That's I, I, if we if we're going back in back in time and all that, uh, we say you know USC you can have a Mulligan on the coach thing. Boise State you get Chris Peterson back. Washington, listen, you don't have a quarterback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember who was the last serious quarterback prospect out of Washington? Jake Locker.
0: Jake Locker. Who? Whose team looked very good on Monday Night Football? Under under an LSU quarterback. So.
1: <laughs> under Zach Mittenberger. <laughs> banned, <laughs> banned from the city of Valgosta. <laughs> Do you know how many people found that randomly on Twitter? We're like, can you be banned from a city in the 21st century? Yes. Zach Mittenberger it's did. It's been it. done. It's mm-hmm. been done. It's the SEC, leaders, legends, larceny. and. Ban-
0: and banned from Hogville.
1: Banned from Hogville. Banned from Valdosta. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <sighs>